gaze, look steadily and intently, especially in admiration, surprise, or thought. He could only gaze at her in astonishment. Synonyms, stare at, look fixedly at, gape at, Google at, I look at, study, scrutinize, take a good look at. Mm. This is Simply King. Sun was out, the sun was out. Sun was out, the sun was out. Sun was out, the sun was out. Yeah. It's gonna go a little bit like this. Check it. Falling in love with myself. Too many times I said hate. Too many times that I dwell. People said that I fail. People said that I melt. Fuck. Welcome, welcome to the Simply King Podcast. This is your boy, Rodney Perry, King himself. And you just tuned into the Soulfully Conscious Podcast for humans simply being humans. And today, I have person who is in my mind and from the scheduling and kind of like a podcast standpoint been long awaiting and it's my fault mostly but I literally have you know been thinking about this since almost feel like three almost two three months ago um and I'm glad I got him. you know you've actually heard pieces of his voice before and I'm glad he's here but this is my boy's brother, Orlando Holloway, coming through. How you feeling, bro? Good. I'm here for it. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We drink a little something, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Got a little buzz on, so it's lit. So, <laughs> let's jump right into the conversation. Um, also, I want to thank everyone who's, you know, already listened to the, to the podcast episode from last week. Taking the America featuring Albert Egbo and Jacob Sandoval. You know, I think he's still somewhere in uh, Vegas losing his mind. And shout out. And um, I think it was great things they said. If you haven't heard that, definitely check that out. It's a great one. You're going to love it. Um, but we're here. It's a new week. And we're going to bring you a whole new situation, whole new conversation with a whole new person. So, what are we talking about today? It's a very, it's a various amount of things but bear with me um i really just want to um kind of like start by saying uh what what do you believe is the kind of like the get up on maintaining this uh definition of a man or masculinity in a sense because i feel like there definitely is a a goal to maintain what a man is. It's always very general. I really feel like it, 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 not to bring race into it super soon, but I feel like it's a a little bit of like a a race thing. Like it's it's very different between races. Mm -hmm. So like, as a black man, like, see like the media, we are seen as a little rough. Mm -hmm. Whereas white men are like, you know, business. Um, but I mean, it's it's the patriarchy. Honestly, it is the patriarchy. <laughs> I mean, like the patriarchy. men rule everything. I mean, I, I think it's, it's that's definitely falling away a little bit. But uh, men definitely rule everything. So it's it's ingrained in everything. Everything that we do, like it's just like, what's the man's opinion on it? Like no one no one really cares about 
female opinion, or at least didn't for a long time. Very true. I very true. Like, I, I like, like I just said this, and it's, it's so interesting how patriarchy is like. Like we have tears within our society, and like with this whole situation with Terrence Crutcher, I, I tweeted just yesterday saying that when they released that this this Betty woman who killed him was uh, charged for manslaughter. Right. I was like, I'm going to be real with you. I'm going to go ahead and take this as a fucking draw. This is not <laughs> yeah. a true dub because it's like, we've been wanting this to happen. This has right. been what's supposed to happen right. when situations like this happen. And coincidentally, when a story that gets so big and so large that it gets to mainstream media, because there are so many stories that we don't hear, there may be stories like this somewhere else that we have not hear, heard. This is the first story they've let us hear from a media standpoint, and uh, it actually get a conviction because there was video proof. There's video proof, you know, which has been video proof, which video proof of everything. Yeah. But if she ends up getting time for this, I'm gonna be like, this ain't even really nothing because literally the first woman to ever make news for killing a black man. Right. Y'all go ahead and put her ass in jail. Yeah. And y'all learn, y'all listen, y'all understand this shit is fucked up and you serve justice. But what about the fucking 700 other motherfuckers who done got killed by police in a very strange way right. with no real true probable cause? Right. It's very interesting to me. Like, not saying that she doesn't deserve it, but like, why her? Why does why she? Her? Why does she have to be the example now? Right. When there's people who have done worse things, right? Literally worse things, and all have ended in death. Still, literally not do that. So, but let's keep going on. You know, and this this part of the conversation is kind of getting the getting the gay stuff out of the way. Is what I call it. <laughs> and um, because I feel that we um, just like we need to have more conversations about race, race and talk about these things more hourly we also i feel like there's this very interesting thing that comes with just male identity that i find extremely interesting and while i was in school i found it even more interesting because i felt like so many people battle with it because i think you know you kind of have to find yourself and i went to school in atlanta if you know a lot of people who listen to me uh and you know how and i feel like atlanta is known for so many different things and one a uh, level of that is having a very, very large, you know, LGBT community. Right. Which is beautiful. It's colorful. It's definitely accepted. It's one, you know, one of the most famous Pride Weeks and everything. It's a whole street and everything, and it's beautiful. But it's still kind of, um, in a sense, kind of regulated. It's still secondary. Like still, it's still, yeah. It's it's mainstreamish, but like it's it's. Not the norm. Like if if it were like the like St. Patrick's Day parade or something mm-hmm. like that is like a the, household thing. Like exactly. That, that's a norm. Like that's still very secondary. Like it's usually very segregated. Still, like it's like at least here in Chicago, like it's it's in the gay part of town, which makes sure. sense. Makes but it's sense. still just it's still very segregated. Yeah, and I think that's really interesting. And, and my first question is a very general, I think, question that probably everyone gets asked. Who? people feel the need to ask them because they don't understand. And that is, how did you know you were gay? <laughs> oh, God. Because I, I, I can only imagine being, like, somebody asking me, like, how do you know you were straight? It was kind of like, I don't know, but just go ahead. Go it's, ahead. It's, it's, 
it's just a feeling just how you just knew that you were straight like you you know like I've known since I was tiny damn like a, like a toddler like like elementary school I knew like I I remember um, I used to hang out with my cousins and I've got like two female cousins from like opposite opposing sides of the family and when we would all hang out it was just like I, I just you know felt like one of the homies with them and I remember like we would be uh, watching a movie or something and I would feel like I was being super sly and be like oh like we would be watching a movie and a, a dude would be on the screen I'm like oh if I were a girl I would think he was cute like I would say shit like that I was like and looking back now it's like that like you were not hiding anything at all I thought you were being slick but like you ain't doing shit exactly yeah so no it's just you just you just know was uh was actually coming out a thing for you um so if we're being completely honest I've actually never come out to anyone that's beautiful like it's always just been like a a thing like I've, I've never come out to my family they it's like a well, like a known unknown it's like a everybody knows but I don't feel like I should have to go out of my way to be like hey guys I'm gay like just like that's because that, that makes it feel secondary still like I like I'm like did you have to come out as straight to anyone I didn't right so I'm like why should I have to <laughs> <laughs> so like so so why why should I have to like I I, I don't think it's an issue and I, I was, who I'm sleeping with literally has nothing to do with you nothing at all I could figure out that I'm bi and like actually I I can't remember what it's called but there's like a whole like sexuality spectrum yeah and I like, forgot, so I, like forgot, I forgot what it yeah. is too because um, I remember uh, a girl hit me with it one time and I was just like girl. I've never heard of this. It's extremely yeah. interesting. Yeah, no, it's totally a thing, and it's it it is in like one, once I found sense. out the spectrum, and like I found out there was a name for what I what I am. Right, outside of just being heterosexual. Outside of being a heterosexual, yeah. I was just like, damn, I didn't even know yeah. that. Yeah. What that deep? Yeah, you know? because they didn't even have to include that. But like when I found out what the fuck cisgender was and yeah. shit like that, I was like, damn, yeah. that's really interesting. The twenty sixteen. No, it's um, like no, it's like a whole whole spectrum, and because like when people say like sexuality is fluid, that is fucking real. Like it is super real. Like I know men, women who are mostly straight, mostly hetero, and with the right person, occasionally like a you know one-off situation, and it's like like a thing, and then. I've also seen it where it's like a one-off thing and then they end up dating for a while and they're just like, like some shit that they've never done before and they're just like, oh wait, like this is right. So it's like a, there are people that are like hearts before parts type of thing. Yeah. And I have a, a friend who is very much that. A hearts, it's, a hearts before parts. Yeah, and it's it's really, it's really cool to see. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I don't want to sound, sound like, you know, it's like... Like a, a zoo attraction or something. But no, no, but like, I, no I, it's, it's really let's, cool to see let's, that. Let's, let's go deeper in that because my, my next talking point was kind of like, it's interesting how the world kind of like hates what, how someone else's, I guess, heart works. So I think that's right. the interesting part about it. It's like, 
I didn't choose to be this way. Mm-hmm. And I'm literally just reacting the same way you react. Like when you right. do these very, you know, silly ass things to attract people and all these various things, I do the same thing. I feel the same way. Right. I do all those types of things. So let's get into, you know what I'm saying? Not personally your love life, but just in a general sense of conversation about love life. I think it's interesting when it comes to, uh, I guess how, I guess let's talk about, I guess kind of comparisons of traversing uh, your love life throughout being either heterosexual or homosexual. Do you believe it's easy? Because I'm like going to go here one you, way or the other or just easy? I'm going to tell you from my side of it, shit's not. No. You got to do a lot of fucking work. You tell me yours. I don't date much, honestly. I so it's um, not a monolith, people. <laughs> I, I hardly ever like I. I've, I've had someone who I like, like with a title. Like I've had like a boyfriend once ever, and that was in like I was like a sophomore or something. So it was like he went to a different school. He and I've seen each other, saw each other like three times. Damn. So like I'm like that doesn't even really count, and so like I, I have no. I've never really, like, just, like, really had, like, put a label on anything. Like, I've, there have been, you know, boys that I've hung out with multiple times, and boys that, like, oh, I've, I've stopped, like, seeking anyone else, just because, like, at the time, like, I'm enjoying your company, mm-hmm. and, like, even, like, you know, when we're not together, like, I'm, I'm enjoying you being in my life at that moment, but it's never been, like, like, like a, like a whole mm-hmm. relationship. Is there any pressure, is there any exterior pressures to getting anything serious? Um, or it's yeah. literally just all personal choice? It's, I mean, it's, <laughs> it's weird. I think about it, like, all the time. I'm like, yeah, it's like, 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 I actually imagine, I'm fucking weird for this, but I imagine what dating, like, almost, like, anyone that I meet, I imagine like dating them and like what it will look like mm-hmm. and that's like yeah like most guys that I, I, I interact with like I will imagine what that will look like mm-hmm. and it's it sounds crazy and then like it seems really cool and then like once I do start talking to this person or like we start hanging out after a while it's just like ah, okay I'm good like you can go away now like I, I like I've got some kind of like weird commitment issues. So I'm like I'm like it, it's a real when it's good it's really really good. And then like after a while like I don't know I, I have I'm, I think I'm always looking for like a way out. Mm-hmm. I'm always like like oh he comes his hair that way that's weird. Ah. <laughs> we don't I don't we don't we don't really have to do this anymore. Like I'm always like looking for a way out. And it's weird to me because like like it's not something that I'm against necessarily, mm-hmm. but it's. No, I, I just react weird to it, and it's it's different for everyone else. Like, I'm like sure. or it's different for for every guy. Like, it might be like after a week of talking to this person, it might be after like a handful of months. But like, every time, like, it's always just like, a, eh, okay, I'm good. You can go away now. That makes sense. That makes sense. And I think it's interesting because I feel like 
a lot of my single life was like that. Uh, but what I realized extremely easily when um, you kind of find out you got, I got the one up on someone from an emotional standpoint, mm-hmm. it's, it was fucked up. Like I can't, I, like I imagine myself like the past me, the single me, like just the single Rodney that I'm thinking about is that I used to do some really fucked up shit to a lot of women. Right. No, I, and I don't feel bad about it because I feel like I'm still in a place where I feel like I was in my rights and I didn't do anything that was extremely wrong. Like you weren't being malicious. You were. Yeah, yeah. I was literally, I was literally acting as a single person should. Right. Like I'm, I'm all I'm responsible for is myself, right. is my own actions. Right. And also, I built, I kind of built my whole. I didn't have. I guess quote unquote game I had just honest my game was honest right if I'm fucking around with you I'm fucking around with you for that time right if it lasts for however long it lasts for however long if it lasts for just this night it lasts for just this night if it only hits you up every other month <laughs> then that's what the fuck it is yeah. and I, I think it was interesting because like damn so what 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 was I doing and once I Kind of got that reaction. Finally, got those reactions back into from people. It made it. It made me look back at myself. It was like, damn, maybe you're actually doing it. You, you're, you're pleasuring yourself. Right. You're getting what you want out of this, but you're doing a disservice in the same breath. And I think that's what kind of like is very interesting. So well, I, don't, I don't know if you are technically doing a disservice. Well, I'm, I, well I say that because. I feel like I manipulate, I manipulate the situation. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like, for me specifically, I feel like I had the position over someone. And I'm, I feel like I kind of manipulated that because it's like, oh yeah, we doing whatever we doing, you know what I'm saying? I'm letting nobody know what we doing because this, if, if you let anyone know this is what we have going, which is literally just like a, I hit you up when I want to situation, then it's gonna stop for you. Right. And I see and I know and the way that you express yourself, that you are enjoying this. Right. So, so it's, I was exploiting that. You see what I'm saying? But at the same time, I was like, that's something that they're enjoying. Like you, Very you true. can't really Very true. hate yourself, like knock yourself for that. I, I um, trust me. Because they, they have like every right to just be like, no, I don't want to do this anymore. I don't want it because of X, Y, and Z. And that's totally within their right. And it. They did. They did. They never did, though. Yeah. They never did, though. So, to speak even more about when it comes to dating, because the reason why I asked you about when it comes to your love life is because I feel like there's this really strong misconception that men who are men who are homosexual are extremely sexual. Right. And I never understood those two kind of combining. Mm. And I think half of it is homophobia. And half of it is a confusion of identity. Yeah. Kind of like because because they like me, oh they must like me. Right. They probably if I get around the room full of them, they're gonna want me and do all this right. shit and whatever, whatever. Kind of like let these let the people who are listening understand a specific individual standpoint from that viewpoint. Like, I know it's not that sexual. That's what I believe and I'm not even in it. I'm well, not even in that I guess in the world. Well it it depends. So mm-hmm. it's a stereotype, mm-hmm. but like they say with stereotypes, there's like, like it's there's some truth in there, and we are sexual, but 
So are straight people. Everyone's very sexual. Very. Commercials, there are naked women everywhere. Women are starting to take that back. Exploiting dudes. Love that. Um, But no, we're all very sexual. It's just that gay men have, like, like, the gays in general, like, that's what's different about us is that, um, like, we are different. We're not the norms. And what's not normal about us is who we have sex with. So, like, of course, the front of your mind is always going to be their sex. So that makes them seem more sexual than they actually are. Mm-hmm. Like, they're no more sexual than... I mean, you can be. It, it doesn't matter. Like, they're no more sexual than a straight man who likes looking at tits. Like, it's, it's just because our sexuality is, for society, what defines us. So that's what you're going to think about first. Mm. And I'm like, I'm... I'm a fucking pervert. Like, I... Ah! <laughs> like, I am the most sexual. Like, I am constantly checking whoever out constantly. And I have zero shame. But I think I, I think that's another reason I feel like a lot of, you know, straight men project their own feelings as well. Which creates this very... It's kind of very general opinion. Because they look at themselves, especially guys who are extremely masculine you know, sporty and athletic or whatever, who would sit there and be like, I'm always at the chicks, I'm, you know what I'm saying, I'm hollering at chicks all day. So I can only imagine if I don't even want to fuck chicks and I want to fuck dudes, then I'm going to be the same way again. Right. Yeah, you know? So if I get around a, a bunch of dudes who want to fuck me, I'm just going to assume they want to fuck me. Right. And it's like, nah, that ain't always the situation. It ain't always good. It ain't always good to assume right. either. Right. And I, I, I find that very in- interesting. But let's, Let's even dive uh, into euphemisms. I feel like it's interesting, you know, when it comes to, I think, a big reason why I really wanted to have you on because I feel like there was a lot of intersectionality. And I've been really into, you know, bringing on people who have extremely, uh, very interesting uh, kind of like view on life, interesting past, but also an extremely lot of intersectionality within their life. You're not, from what I've known, for what I've met when I met when I met you, and just what I've gotten to know about you, you're not the average black guy. You're not the average black man. You're not the average gay man. So it's almost like you're a variation within each, I guess, uh, variable that makes your identity what it is. And um, what I want to kind of like go into is what is your viewpoint on all these euphemisms that are always placed on yourself and also things that you feel that you identify with so first off uh i feel like fag is kind of like the nigga of the gay culture yeah tell me what you feel about that word i've actually never it's never bothered me mm-hmm. like ever I've been called it a million times going to a predominantly black school where everyone's you know a lot of the guys are hyper masculine for sure. there for sure so like I mean it was you know like, I literally heard it every day um, from like elementary school until yeah, the end of high school mm-hmm. um, but I it, 
I am one of those people that like it is so hard to offend me. Like you can say literally anything to me and I don't give a shit. Mm-hmm. Like because you are not worth my time. If you're try- like trying, if you're trying to like say some shit that's like gonna like round me up, like I am. Exactly. Like, people say, oh, I'm, I'm like super chill. Like I am super fucking chill. Like I don't care what you're saying. I will defend myself, but like your chances are you're not gonna get me wrapped up. So like, fag is is the nigga of. <laughs> I, I, I could tell. I could tell it was. I really could tell it was, and it's. I don't necessarily use it though. Like I, I don't. Uh, uh, like it's very like it's sporadic when I, when I yeah oh yeah like because because everyone like I think I feel like fag has evolved into like girl like girl for like gay men is like the like the like this how you greet your friends now like everyone's girl like it doesn't have anything to like it doesn't necessarily have anything to do with gender. It's just how you greet your friends. I, I, I listen. I'm a, I'm a avid listener of the read, and I love how <laughs> it's very interesting. I'm not sure if you listen to them, but it's interesting how they literally their pronouns are always fixed within the feminine. Yeah, and it's funny. Yeah, because I think they don't know that it might be comical sometimes, but when they say it in certain ways, the shit is <laughs> hilarious. Yeah. And like I know, I know it's like they're not even saying that these men are are these men are acting a certain way. Cause I feel like I always notice it when they're especially saying like, you know, you know what I'm saying. The girls acting this type of way when they literally are talking about uh, the whole fucking NFL. And right, shit. right. Like it's, right. It's, it's, <laughs> I love that shit yeah. because no. it's like from an outside looking in, it's it sounds very different. Like to sounds, me, like you could be. Using their name, and yeah, it's just that casual, yeah. Because like, again, to me, everybody's girl, everyone's her, everyone's she, yeah. I don't care what I'm referring to. Everyone is usually the feminine, and it's funny. Do you, is there, is there a uh, kind of like? Because I feel like from what my standpoint is, being southern as fuck, the mis, I guess the connotation that comes with being homosexual really is you want to be like a woman. Right. What do you feel about that connotation? Uh, it, it used to be like it, it used to be a negative thing and now not so much. Like it's like with sexuality, gender is fluid. Like, like everything, like just because something is geared towards a certain gender, like Everything is basically genderless to me. Like, everything. Like, I have worn women's clothes for years. Like, I've been able to fit into women's clothes for, like, forever. Like, just because women have a lot more to choose from. You've got I don't, a lot like, of I don't, shit, too. Right, and I, I don't necessarily, like... Me and you had like, a conversation all the time. Yeah, <laughs> I got some yeah. good shit. I'm like, uh, I, I'm like, I can shop at this whole fucking store. And, like, and... Like, it, it used to really upset me when people were like, oh, no, that's for girls, or no, I can't that, that's for guys. Like, like no, just, if it looks good on you and you're comfortable in it, fucking bear it. Like, my jeans right now are women's jeans. I look fucking great in them. So, like, and, and they, they fit how I want them to fit. Exactly. So, like, everything is genderless. Like, so it's not about being like a girl. It's not about being like a guy. Like, there are certain things that make you these but yeah gender is fluid so like 
And I'm gonna tell you something that's interesting I noticed just throughout life. The most attractive motherfuckers usually are people who are on the line. Like, I, like the people who are universally attractive and like not even stroke, stroke my own horn. <laughs> my roommate was a very, very, very uh, secure man who used to like talk very, you know what I'm saying, candidly to me all the time about just everything in life. And he was just like, Rod, you, you know, you're a real attractive dude. Right. And like he used to explain to me why everyone, he used to like from, because he was extremely observant, he used to explain to me why everyone else who I may interact with may find me attractive, right. either male or female. Right. And I found that shit, that shit opened my mind up so wide because it immediately made me think like, oh, me kind of like not mind to put myself together, taking my time to, you know, do a little bit more instead of just being kind of like the rugged, I'm gonna just wear basketball shorts right. to class, right. I'm gonna do whatever, I'm gonna be real comfortable. I choose to have long hair. All those little simple little things, you know what I'm saying? I choose to talk and walk a certain type of way, wear my pants a certain type of way. It straddles the line, but if you look at all the extremely, like, beautiful people in the world, male or female, we we always compliment women on having strong, we always compliment women on having very strong features. We always compliment men on having very kind of like soft, delicate, angelic ass features like your eyes are blue and your fucking you know what I'm saying hair is great and just thick whatever you know what I'm saying and and also like I've seen so many people like literally like get their head turned spent for people who are a whole nother ginger and be like damn they was uh whatever I would yeah I would see about that but it's like I think that's real interesting that I think that's what opened my mind up to gender being a very interesting thing to like look into right i think that's what opened my mind to even do this whole damn episode because it was like i love having conversations like this and i feel like conversations like these need to happen more fuck this judging fuck the whole you know what i'm saying the hate all that nonsense instead find companions make genuine conversation happen and ha- allow it to happen organically and um, but I'm gonna get off my soapbox and give it back to Orlando. <laughs> so let's jump into um. So there's a lot when we already touched on it a little bit in the beginning of the episode. There's a lot of shit going on from a social justice standpoint, and I think uh, I think anyone who listens to my podcast kind of knows where my heart is when it comes to to that. I think there's a lot of things that we can do as people, but also I feel like there's a lot of things that are set up as well to make a, to make that progress slower um and just in the sense of just shit that was here before we even got here but uh when it comes to kind of like black lives matters and also feats of kind of like the i guess the strides of the lgbt community i feel like they've piled everything up into one because i guess it's just a I guess a commonality when it comes to sexuality. Um, just how it's a commonality when it comes to race, when it comes to uh, Black Lives Matters. When it comes to, I guess, Black Lives Matters, what the general public always says is that because of Obama, because of the Oprahs of the world, we're living in a post-racial society. And because of kind of like 
marriage being legalized because uh, kind of like being gay is almost almost damn near I, like within this past year I almost seen it from a from a pop culture standpoint taking second hand to transgender culture right like it was like being gay was not the I guess the worst thing you could be no more cause if you trans you, was, you was did the it was like it was like if you gay okay but this trans shit is a whole nother thing so I guess those simple uh, situations that have happened that should have happened a long time ago. Do you think, from the standpoint that you have, that people there's a large majority of people who believe in this quote unquote post homophobic society? Well, they they still hate us. They still hate <laughs> they us. They still hate us. They still hate all of us. <laughs> hate us as, as the gays. Hate us as the blacks. They 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 don't. They don't love us. They don't want us to um, win. They do not. <laughs> <want us to laughs> win. That's real. That's well, real. That's We're gonna take it, so it doesn't matter. Um, no, it's it's so it's so weird to me, like the things that people that like rob people up, the things that like people get offended over. Because mm-hmm. again, like I don't get offended at all, and the things that offend people like kills me, and it's just like it's a. Uh, like, I can't tell you what to be offended by, but, like, I feel like a lot of people are just being offended in, like, like just in the past few years, I'm being offended just to be offended. Like, you're just looking for something to be mad about. Mm-hmm. Like, um, God, today there was a, um, I think it was in Vogue, Kendall Jenner did a photo shoot, and she's, like, she's a, a like, it's, like, a ballet-themed photo shoot, so mm-hmm. she's, like wearing ballet shoes and like on point in it and ballerinas were fucking pissed. Really? Pissed. So like now that's a great like, example. Yeah, they're like ballerinas don't spend seven, eight hours a day, seven days a week studying to be ballet dancers for this bitch to come in and like with her like wobbly ass legs, like not doing what the fuck we do. And I'm like, okay, that's fair. I can I can see that, but at the same time, it's like it's a fucking photo shoot. Like, who cares? And they're like, you could have picked this dancer to be in this magazine. You could have picked this dancer to be in this. It's like they didn't pick that dancer. So, do you pick up a fucking camera, call this person, and tell them that you want to shoot them? You want to put them in your magazine? Like, like it's there. It's there. It's like they're not offending anyone. You should not be upset about this. I can't tell you what to be upset about, but fuck you. Like. That's so dumb. And then there were people that came through and were like, oh, y'all mad about this? Well, you weren't mad when last week Kendall was in fucking Mark Jacobs' runway show and she yeah. had colored ass dreadlocks on her head. Where were yeah. y'all at then? Yeah. And even then, I'm just like, that's not the issue at hand. Like, I get it. I get what you're talking about. But, like, we're talking about ballet right now. Yeah. <laughs> just we're talking about ballet right now. <laughs> Black Lives Matter. You know what I'm saying? Like, don't bring it all lives matter yeah, shit yeah. into the Black Lives Matter situation. Uh, you know what I'm saying? And I think that's interesting. And I feel like, do you ever have you have you seen either yourself or colleagues of your own who literally had to sit here and motherfuckers have put them in a corner to have to choose the struggle of being black or minority to being either lesbian, gay. A trans, a transgender. Uh, I don't 
think so. I am very much like an outside looking in type of person. That's I am, beautiful. I am very much like, like I am a homebody. Like I don't talk to people if I don't have to. So I'm like, I don't, like I feel like everyone lives these lives that are very much like TV dramas. Oh yeah. And everyone like has just like turmoil constantly. And like everyone's just like arguing all the time. I'm just like, I don't experience any of that. Like I have like, like never having really been in a relationship, I'm like, I've never had a, like a fight with a significant other. Like I've just, I've never seen these things. So like when it happens to other people, I'm just like in awe. I'm just like, what really are you doing with your life? Like, what is going on? Like, it's it blows my mind because I've never experienced any of that. So then I'm like, also afraid that like, oh shit, when I do experience it, it's all gonna come at once and like, oh, it's gonna be fucking over. It's gonna be crazy. But I'm just like, I really like, I it's avoidable. It's avoidable, and I, I just I don't get it. So I'm I'm very much an outside looking in type of person. Like, I, I, I think that's a a beautiful standpoint to be in because I feel like. But like uh, it's 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 interesting to kind of be you know lost in the sauce, mm-hmm. <laughs> but I feel like you're in a better position if you're literally the outlier within the whole situation. And nothing, uh, no one should ever have to choose. And I think we live in a world where you need to force something, and because you're for that, you're against it. Yeah. And I think we. As a people, we as humans have to get past this very, very simple way of thinking. Because I think two things can exist at once. Two yes. things do exist at once. Right. We, me and you speaking at the same moment are two whole things existing at once. Right. What you are and what you have created throughout your life, what I am, what I've created throughout my life, are two whole separate entities. And I think we have to use that same simple logic when going into life. Like, you can be mad as fuck about the person who just got shot by the police. And you can be mad as fuck about the discrimination and exploitation of, you know what I'm saying, someone who is portraying your sexuality or kind of making a parody of it or making it seem like it's something to be played with. When in actuality, it's like, yeah, that's funny, that's cute or whatever, but at the same time, that's not some shit to, like, you don't got to deal with what that actually comes with. And that's what, and I always, like, anytime, like, I don't get this question often because I think, I feel like I imbue this feeling of I'm the wrong one to ask because I'm going <laughs> to actually give you the truth. But when people ask me about my hair, people ask me about, like, how do you feel about, because you mentioned the Mark Jacobs thing, how do you feel about, you know, white people with dreadlocks and blah, 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 and was whatever, and this and that. And it's like, look, I'll keep it real with you. I'm all about, you know what I'm saying, the unifying of people and everything like that, but I feel like we're literally putting ourselves, we're taking ourselves a few steps back. Yes. And we literally sit here and literally make kind of like costumes and characters of each other. That's not where the fuck we need to go. Right. Inspiration and all those different things all can fucking happen. If I'm inspired by the fucking color red, what am I going to do next is go get the damn color red. What I'm not going to do is try to turn this blue into red. 
And that is the best way I can explain what appropriation is and what the fuck is trying to be done. It's like, oh, I love the way this looks. This is beautiful. Ah, instead of giving an opportunity to uh, probably a hundred fucking models who have dreadlocks who right. want to get this fucking opportunity to be on fucking Mark Jacobs show because they actually love Mark Jacobs as a designer. Right. Instead, I'm gonna go ahead and cast these young white women, put them in all type of colorful locks, and parade them on that damn runway in all different types of fashion. And I don't think that's, I think it's just a better way of doing that. And there also is a better way of showing your appreciation for that. I feel like it's all about just appreciation because I can appreciate a lot of shit when it comes to like white culture and a lot of different different ethnicities. But what I would not do is sit here and, you know what I'm saying, fucking like just caricature the fuck out of some shit right. when I can actually like go with experience myself. But let's go into pop culture. Because I feel like pop culture is, I feel like being gay is now a part of pop culture. Including gay, it's almost becoming a standard within pop culture. Right. And like you, we see it with uh, the new production of The Wiz Live. I'm not sure if you've seen it. I watched a little bit of it. I didn't finish. Uh, spoiler alert for anyone who's ever seen it and who have not seen it. Um, that's a certain part of it where you know you got men voguing and shit like that. You know what I'm saying? Doing anything, and you continue that with. You know, the success of Modern Family, the success of all these different, you know, meteors. There being an entire, a, a entire channel. There's being certain, you know, alludes to it throughout, you know, television history and within movie history. What do you feel about kind of like the emergence of gay culture throughout pop culture? So it depends. Mm-hmm. Um, as you were talking about caricatures, mm-hmm. I I love me like like a super stereotypical gay man. <laughs> What's in, a stereotypical gay man? Like high voice and uh, hey, yes, yeah. and <laughs> about some shit and ooh girl and snapping and clicking your tongue and love that. But as like I or at least I, I used to. It, it depends on how it's presented to you. And I don't know. Now it's just it's weird because like now, gay is becoming the standard. Yeah, but that standard is like a white gay. Mm. It's it's almost always just like a, like a pretty white boy. Almost always. Um, there's, but like even then, like sometimes they can be presented very well. Like um, there's a show called Happy Endings that was on like a few years ago. Which is, like, I heard it. It's it's fucking perfect. Like it's mm-hmm. it's so good. Um, and there's a gay character on there, and he is the absolute opposite of like just like a stereotypical like gay. Like he's like a slob. And he's like overweight, and he's like super irresponsible because like gays are normally like you know very put together, and they have like 
careers and they have money and yeah. like they date like other pretty people like yeah. that's very much that he's they very much the, yeah he's very much the opposite of that and that was so cool to see even though he's like he's a white man it was still very very cool to see because it was a more uh, I guess because uh, it was super honest because it was a real disgusting ah! <laughs> like my house it's is not gr- disgusting my house is gross your house is cool <laughs> that's because they, we did a 10 second tidy before everybody got there. <laughs> but, like I'm, I'm gross, and like I'm like I, like I relate to him. Yeah. I'm like I might do laundry every two months or yeah. something, and he is very much that. Like when you're absolutely forced to do laundry. Yeah. Like I'm very much that. So that was really cool to see. But literally, literally any other time, it's just like pretty white boy. Yeah. Almost always. And it's interesting how we always place almost a damn service onto a person, a type of person. When it comes to black people, you kind of go to them for your hip hop, for your cool, for your what's what's hip and shit. And when it comes to gay men, it's like, it's about what's what's stylish. What's, you know, how I can feng shui my crib and what I should wear and what's the great theatricals this situation today and what's the this and what's the that and I actually like being that person and like and and, and I'm gonna tell you I'm gonna tell you I'm gonna tell you something that's interesting is I think that is what a lot of people are Mm. and especially for myself like I come I come from a standpoint where I didn't realize until now coming into a very uh, white space of Chicago in general I feel like it's. I feel like every other space I've lived in has been extremely black, southern, and then even more southern being in Atlanta, and then changing all that coming to Chicago and being a very kind of mixed situation. But my workplace is extremely white. Um, I'm seeing as like, oh, you're the cool black guy who can give right, us all the cool right. shit, and it's like, yeah, but I ain't like, but chill. Yeah, but chill though, like. I don't mind letting you know about something if you didn't understand something I said because I'm going to be me regardless. I don't want you to feel like, you know, this is what this is. And I think that's the same thing happens because I found myself, and I still still don't feel bad about this. I I, I don't know if you watched Kimmy, uh, the Unbreakable's Kimmy Schmidt. Mm -hmm. You watched it? Oh, it's the first season. The second season is good too. But Titus Andromeda is like... He's so good. So good as... You know what I'm saying? Titus is his real name, actually. Right. And and like I forgot what I think it's like Titus Smith or something like that. Something like that. It's like a real black ass last name. Anywho, like I can see myself being like extremely cool with him as, you know what I'm saying, as a person, but the character he plays, I feel like it's almost like a like a bumped up version yeah, of himself. Yeah, yeah. Just from what he shows on social media. And it's like, oh, okay. I see, I see, you know what I'm saying? I see what it is. But what I found interesting was and what I suggest so many more men to do is get over that hump and even even I'm not sure if you see it from a vantage point of gay men who seem like they try their best not to interact with straight men have you seen that um, I'm, I'm saying I'm, I'm just assuming like yeah, there's a lot of there's a lot of straight men who try their best not to interact with gay men I wonder if there's just opposed that um I feel like <laughs> Just from like Tumblr culture now, kind of, mm-hmm. but just like from like an internet standpoint. You, but can, like, you can bubble yourself, like in, right? But like in yeah. 
like in the real world, no. outside of the internet. You have I, I don't I don't feel like that's true. Like that's I true. that's right. I I mean I like we like dudes. No. Straight, gay, whatever. Like if yeah. you if you're hot, like we're yeah, we're probably gonna try to interact with that you makes in sense. some way. That makes a lot of sense. Like, <laughs> no one's trying to turn you or anything, but like, yeah, yeah. you yeah. you try to interact with people that you're attracted to. We're human. Yes. Yeah. Uh, and what's crazy is I think being in Atlanta was probably one of the most interesting things because I feel like I immersed myself extremely deeply in everything that could come with Atlanta, and just from a cultural standpoint, that's why I feel like it's an extremely beautiful city right now. I think that's why so many people find it to be a city of refuge um, because no matter what you are or what type of, I guess, quote unquote, black you are, um, it's literally still a place for you. If you are the geeky black, if you are the very, you know, Afrocentric black, if you're the gay black, if you're the this black or the that black or whatever black, uh, the black excellence, you know, extremely bourgeois, no matter what it is, there is a circle, a place, a section, a vibe for you within Atlanta, right. and, um, and I think it's no—it's not many places. It's probably nowhere, no other place, no other city like that that's collected all in one space. Mm-hmm. And I feel like I got the chance to kind of, you know, experience those in life. And I, I always encourage for people to the things that make you uncomfortable to dive yourself into those things even more, because because I feel like your fear kind of takes over. You now sit here and think like, damn, um, I don't understand this. I don't like this. You start thinking about like, what, what, what would I experience if I was there? And then you, your imagination gets the best of you. Your imagination you, gets the best of it's you. nine times out of ten never what you expect it's it to be. It's never the fuck what it is. Exactly. And literally, I did that ever so slightly. And immediately, I feel like because I was always extremely aware, I was like immediately got extremely comfortable. So all like my homegirls who introduced me to their like best like guy friend or whoever else, you know what I'm saying, who was like extremely flamboyant, thought they were extremely hilarious or whatever it might be, or just extremely just cool down to earth guys like damn, like I love the way you dress, bro. <laughs> and like what I found interesting was they weren't, I guess, always quote unquote welcoming to me, mm-hmm. which was cool. Cause I feel like this may not be something that you get often. Like you know, I, you I, I obviously, I obviously uh, exude myself to be this very straight gentleman, and you have this guy who's like not even looking at you. Like, damn, this is what you are, and I'm gonna treat you like what you are. Right. And I never did that, and like I loved that I noticed myself not ever doing that intentionally. Like, I'm like, okay. So the game's not. Make sure you don't right, point out the. Right, right. I, I never did that, and once I noticed that, I was like, "All right, cool." Now I see. You know what I'm saying? How it is. You're and treating I, them but, like a human. Exactly. Yeah. And and I think what helped me do that because I came from a southern background where there's a whole another conversation within that where people still still to this day have their own opinions. Um, people that I like seen as friends coming out to me. In fucking church, shit like that. You know what I'm saying? It was like all places. Now, now it's like now, now it's kind of like, you know what, bro? Like I can't even. What up? What up? What like? I don't know what you thought I was gonna say. Right. But at this point, I can't even sit here and be like, oh, okay. So now that you say this, 
I can't even fuck with you. And it wasn't even guilt that led me to feel that way. It wasn't even like some type of like, I feel bad now. So I'm just feeling some type of empathy. But it was literally like, I've already made this judgment on you. I literally already feel this way about you. Right. This literally is just a new thing I did not know. This is like me finding out you got a fucking sister out of nowhere. Right. This is me finding out your daddy done came back in your life. This is just a very major thing that you find very important in your life that you're now expressing to me. Right. That you didn't even have to. And I think that's the even more interesting part about the whole situation is that being, I guess, uh, self-identity is always kind of placed within the same realms of gender identity. And the thing about that is I never understood that because I'm thinking like, no one ever questioned me. No one ever questioned why I am the way I am, why this, that, and the third. And the thing about it is you should sometimes. There's a lot of men that I met throughout my life who literally have been through certain things and act extremely masculine or whatever, whatever. Why don't you question why they are that way? Right. You see what I'm saying? Because right. I feel like they try to make it a matter of study of why are people gay and try to disprove it, right. discredit it. But the thing about it is we never just oppose that and turn the coin and be like, why are they that way? Right. Why do they feel the need to forever like come after women the way they do, right. present themselves to be extremely aggressive, extremely masculine, work out for the sense of presentation and that kind of come off as an alpha male. There is something within that too. Yeah. There's some some slight of, you know, social pressures right. as well. Something, some, something you experienced in your life at some point, something you saw at a so exactly. And, 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 and when I realized how really it came full circle for me one day when I was in an event and a mentor of mine from school literally had broken down to us like, I'm going to tell y'all, I've never said this around too many people, but I was molested as a child. And within me going into studying psychology, he has like a fucking billion damn degrees within psychology. And now, and like wrote, wrote a few books when it comes to just kind of like sex and psychology. Literally explained to us that because of him being molested, he felt that he had to kind of catch to over, up, to kind of like cover that up. Yeah. So that's why he was extremely overly over sexual. Yeah. When he went to college, had like freshman year, already had two two chicks getting abortions and shit. Yeah. Shit like that, you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. he was expressing all this to us, and I'm like, damn. And people over here shaming the fuck out of people who are a way that you think is out of the norm. Right. But what the fuck is normal is that I say. So, I say, I think I'm going to try a new thing on the Simply King podcast to go ahead and wrap this up. And the last question I would like to put on to my guest, and that is, I know you're human. But tell me what makes you the human that you are. Shit. I know it's deep. <laughs> That's what I like. I like deep shit. Oh, God. Um, I don't know. Like, I, 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 I feel like... <laughs> Like, I sh- I'm poised to, like, say something, like, prolific, but, like... <laughs> and, that's, and that's the beautiful thing about right. it. Yeah. God, I, I have no idea. That's... that's ah! That is so terrifying. That's... 
It is. <laughs> but that's why I thought of it. It was like, I want people to reflect. Right. Cause I mean, like, it, it's like a, you can, you can say like some surface shit. Like, no, it, I'm me because I'm, I'm black. I'm me because I'm gay. I'm me because I'm Orlando. I'm me because I'm from Kansas. Like, like, it could be some like basic shit like that, but it can also be like a, I don't know, because I believe that like, the sky is blue because of this. Or like, I, I don't know, that's terrifying. It is. <laughs> it is though. But what I've always noticed in all the classes I've been in, anytime we're asked things about ourselves, yeah. it's almost the most the most difficult thing we can yeah. do. But we're literally taught and given prompts on things that have shit to do with what our lives are about. And expect to write five paragraphs, three pages on those things. Right. And we're pulling that shit out of our ass. Right. That's what's interesting. <laughs> that's why I'm a, <laughs> I don't know, I'm a, I'm a terrible paper writer, but like when it's like down to crunch time and you like gotta put the shit on, like I, I can write a mean paper, Hell but yeah. it's like when it's, you know, due in 10 minutes, I'll, I'll get you something. Of course, <laughs> of course, of course. And I think that's what, you know, what's interesting about just this human experience that we live. But I think it's still interesting. And I believe this is a great show that we just had. And um, if you don't know, now you know that you can listen to the Simple King podcast on SoundCloud, the Apple Podcast app, TuneIn Radio, and newly Google Play. Goddammit! <laughs> um, check out my uh, my uh, website at lifeisking.com, and also follow me on all things from Kings underscore Memoirs on everything. Follow Orlando on Instagram. (laughs) (laughs) I have a Twitter that I don't use. (laughs) (laughs) I'm 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 attacking everything. So just look at you know look under all the descriptions and you'll find you'll be able to find them on everything. You feel me on your on your Instagram because he do post a lot of funny shit. At least it's funny to me. Anywho. Thank you all for listening. I hope you all got something beautiful from it. Make sure you check in next week because I'm coming right back with a great episode. Check out all previous episodes on all the things that I said that you can listen on. And keep on listening. Share this with a friend. Go ahead, shoot me a review. As well as if you want to be featured on this podcast because you feel like you got a great take on just life. Because I'm talking about you know, societal criticisms as well as giving just personal views. And I love talking to millennials who have interesting conversations. So, check it out. Keep checking me out. I appreciate you listening. Thank y'all. And I love Orlando for joining. Thank you so much. Appreciate you. (laughs) See y'all next week. Doesn't make sense now. Shit just got real, things are getting intense now I hear you talking about we a lot, oh you speak French now Giving me the sign so I gotta take a hint now I hit you up like, do you wanna hang right now? On the east side and you know I'm with the gang right now 
they do, I own a watch Do I know what time it is right now? Yeah. It's after 2 a.m. and that's asking a lot of you right now All she talking about is come and see me for once Come and see me for once You don't ever come to me